You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. She called it. Gotta give Hawk credit. She called Joker going off last night, and that one right there, the dagger to win it for the Nuggets, to put it away in Indy. That thing is still in orbit, I think. That was a classic Jokic, top of the key. That thing had altitude, went straight up around the sun three times and came back down and touched nothing but nylon. Uh, one of the big moments in the NBA last night. Welcome into BetQL Daily. We are live coast-to-coast coast on the BetQL Network alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. Big show today as we continue to ramp up for conference championship weekend. We've got to talk to Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus in the middle of the second hour. Some of his perspectives and best leans and plays for this Sunday. It's mock draft season, too. Yep, we've got a whole bunch to talk about already in the second hour. You know we'll pick Brad's brain about that. Look at the big brain on Brad. Jimmy Patsos in the <laughs> final hour of Monumental Sports Network. We'll talk hoops with him, both of the college variety and, of course, the NBA variety, which is where we start this morning, friends. What is going on in Milwaukee? Adrian Griffin fired, and all the rumors are now swirling that the the leader in the clubhouse for the gig is Doc. Doc Rivers. And, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if if the problem with Mike Budenholzer was that he couldn't get you back to the finals after winning a championship three years ago, you're going to go to the Doc well? Okay. Let me know if you even get back to the conference finals, let alone the league finals with Doc running the show. This team has lost its way defensively, Joe. Um, They haven't found a way to incorporate Dame the way everybody thought they – it would, it would come so naturally, even in games where Giannis has been out. It hasn't looked like the same Lillard. This team looks lost, even though the record says they're not, right? They're winning games maybe uglier than they have in past years, but they're still second in the East. And I, I don't know what to make of this thing, man. Yeah. Uh, well, first, on the Doc Rivers front, which we'll get to, are we rolling with that? Because I've only seen CNN Sports, which I didn't know was a thing. Like, <laughs> I worked there. Like, but like, <laughs> For two what, years. Did you know they were still existing in 2024? Oh, like, because I, didn't I know follow that was my a... co-workers on Instagram still. But yeah. Do they ever break stories? I, I think more them. internationally. They're big okay. international with golf and tennis. Um, so, yeah. But we but haven't seen any of the heavy around. hitters in the NBA come out and really go with this. I guess so same ownership as NBA TV, so maybe they have some insight with Turner. Not sure. Yeah, I mean, I I guess. But sometimes you see this and, okay, let's float it out there and let's see what the reaction right. is. NBA-wise, 
locally and all that. Uh, there's a lot here, a lot. Mm. And some of the reaction was, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. They're tied for the second best record in the NBA. How do you fire your coach in the, in the middle of the first season when you have such a great record? It, there's a lot more going on, a lot more. And it started even before they played a game. Like it started between Terry Stotts and Adrian Griffin and Stotts resigned before the season even started. Like Griffin felt he was trying to undermine them, you know, and Stotts was Lillard's guy that they brought in and Lillard wasn't even supposed to be part of the plan. But when you have that opportunity, you go and make that sort of a move. Defense, way worse, way worse since Christmas. Like, okay, if you look at the year, defensive rating last year, they were number four. Top notch, bordering on elite. Um, this year, 22nd. Since Christmas, 27th. Like They're winning, but they understand that they're not going to win a championship that way. And, and that's what I go back to, Aaron. I keep going back. To, is, is it right? Is, is it the wrong decision? Well, the Stars hate him. They've had problems since before the season started. Uh he changed up the scheme, and the players wanted the other scheme, and, and he went back to the other way. And so they, he gave in there very early in the process. That's still not working. You know, I mean, just – I asked myself, are you going to win a championship with Adrian Griffin? And it's a resounding no. So I commend them on making this move and not wasting a season. I can agree with that. Um, also, like Giannis was originally pounding the table to hire Adrian Griffin because he didn't want right. Nick Nurse. And do you remember on the show, Joe, when I said, like, could the problem be Giannis? Remember when there's all this drama with the team, then they fired Budenholzer. Now he wants Adrian Griffin gone. Like, at some point... The star players can't be making all these decisions as well. Like, maybe he needs to look in the mirror. But I don't know what's going on. I do know that when I covered the Mavs, Adrian Griffin was a player, one of the nicest dudes on the planet, and I've covered some dirt bags, so I never got creepy <laughs> vibes from him. So, like, I'm thinking I would be shocked if there was some behind-the-scenes HR thing going on here. I think he's probably a nice oh, guy, not going to win them a championship, and – they just they have such good talent that they're getting by right now but come playoff time this just ain't it and i agree i think it is the right decision but also you got you can't be get, getting rid of coaches every 6 months like what are we doing here no and i i have a theory here guys and i i started to develop this about a yeah about a year ago when we started to hear rumblings of you know, people wanting to get out of Bucks ownership and who the people were that wanted to get into Bucks ownership. Jimmy and D Haslam own 25% of the Milwaukee Bucks now. Nothing Jimmy and D Haslam have ever touched has ever come about smoothly, right? Pilot mm -hmm. Flying J has had lawsuits against it. They've had to pay millions of dollars in fines to the government for trying to bilk people out of rebates and refunds. Um, he Let's not forget, this is the guy who owned the Browns during their most recent run of extraordinary futility, including an 0-16 season, and the ownership group that decided, yeah, you know what? Let's mortgage the future of the franchise for Deshaun Watson. And we see how well that's worked out. My theory, I know he's only a minority stakeholder in this team, but anything Jimmy Haslam turns touches turns to garbage. And Giannis is 
really one of the few compasses, I think, in that organization. And to your point, Aaron, when you when you don't have a lot of people inside the organization who are saying, no, this is how we're going to do things. Budenholzer, as much as he may have fallen short in his last two years there, each year, each spring, he lost to an eventual NBA Finals participant, right? He wasn't losing. I understand the Heat, were, but the Heat got hot. And they, no pun intended, ran to the NBA Finals. He wasn't losing to to terrible teams. And so they ran Budenholzer off because they don't have anyone else to guide the organization short of Giannis. And Giannis is starting to get to the point where I'm sure he's frustrated. And now that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, well, this isn't working. We don't. You, you heard him complain about the defense after that loss to the Cavs last month, right? Giannis sitting up there on the podium talking about how nobody has any pride in the defense. Giannis is the only compass for this organization. So if Giannis wants to throw the baby out with the bathwater and fire Griffin and tell him to bring somebody else in, that might end up being what they do because this organization has no compass. It has no direction anymore. They've let themselves go from a team that should have been on the rise and competing every single year to a team that now can't even figure out who their coach is going to be every three or four months. In a perfect world, you're right. You need that. But also, the NBA is not a perfect world. And the stars hold all all the power. We could talk about contracts all day, this and that. But look, if a player demands a trade, it's over. It's all over, and it's only going to get worse. So you have to do everything you possibly can to keep your star players happy, especially when you're in a smaller market like Milwaukee. You have no other option. So you're, you're trying to thread the needle there where how do we keep our star players happy? How do we make sure he does not demand a trade, but also, you know, develop the correct culture? Like where we have a leader and he's everybody's following him. Like, was this going on before Lillard? Before you got a couple of stars together? I'd say yeah, because you had Giannis in the room as part of this process. But mistakes get made. And I just think in the end, the biggest thing is that they moved on from their big mistake. Like, you're going to make mistakes. If you know that's not the guy, I mean, right now, give them true serum, they're probably like, man, Coach Bud, I wish he was still here. Like, mm-hmm. maybe he, it was a little too hard on him for uh, the way he was ousted because we were always a top five defense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
And we're going to have Jimmy Patsos on later in the show. I cannot wait to ask him about this. I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say. Also, I think it's kind of like parenting. Like you tell your kid, hey, you got to go to bed. They tell you no, and you let them stay up. Like you you can't like yeah. give Giannis all of this control. And they're in a tough position, easier said than done. I know they don't want him to go elsewhere. And he's kind of like, hey, make sure you bring in good players and a good coach or else I'm leaving. But if they had, like um, an organization who was doing things the right way and weren't allowing star players to run away with this type of control. But I think because they've allowed Giannis to be involved and listen to him so much, like they can't really turn back now, you know, they're in a bad spot. Giannis isn't like, I'm not trying to paint Giannis as like some power hungry out of control dude. I just think he's so competitive that he wants it now. I want to be back in the finals now. Come on, let's make this happen. Look, we had the team built, and now, okay, we went out and got Dame. Come on, let's do this. And look, Adrian Griffin, in all likelihood, may not have been the guy to get them back there, right? You made that point, Joe. I think it's a good one. But at the same time, I think you got to give it more opportunity to breathe than uh, half a season. And they didn't. And again, it all circles back to last spring and running running Bolden holes are off and all that because this organization doesn't have – that directional philosophy in mind, essentially, yeah, the kids said, no, it's not bedtime yet. And they said, okay, yeah, keep playing on your iPad. And we'll get back to you in 20 minutes. Um, the, ama- speak- the, the amazing thing is a lot of times in sports, we say, ah, eh, just win, it'll be fine. Winning cures all. Uh, yeah. You know, those feelings will go away if you win. Not here. It's no. not what's happened at all. And, I, you know, you can't help but wonder if they force Nick Nurse in that role, how would he have responded? Would he have been able to smooth it over? I think so, but I don't know. They have a great record now, and and it didn't work here. Uh, Another point that people are going to, if it is Doc, people are going to make the comp is like, oh, Griffin's record, here's Doc's record. Mm -hmm. It's not all equal. They have faced to date the easiest schedule in the NBA. Moving forward, they have the toughest. So I think that's why they made this move at this point. Uh, speaking of organizational philosophies and messes, um, we'll get to college hoops in a bit, and I want to touch on the, some of those big games last night. But the Raiders went out and hired a guy as their GM yesterday, guys, who they essentially helped get fired six weeks ago. Uh, you remember the Chargers went into Vegas and got absolutely waxed 63-21 to 21 back in mid-December. The next day, Tom Telesco walks up to the, to the Chargers headquarters, holds the card up to the key reader, and it doesn't go beep and, and let him in. It just boop, boop, boop. Nope, nothing? Ah, well, maybe it's demagnetized. I'll try it again. Boop, boop, boop. Nope, nope, nope. You're gone. We'll see you later. You and Staley. And the Raiders bring him up the road to Vegas and hire him, a guy who... Has brought in a ton of talent, right? Uh, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, uh, Joey Bosa, Derwin James. But whether you put it on the coach or you put it on the collection of talent, um, this is the same guy who signed J.C. Jackson to a massive deal, who traded for Khalil Mack. Um, Aaron, this this just doesn't feel like the move for the Raiders. They got what they wanted a head coach, at least what the players wanted, right? Antonio Pierce goes from interim to head coach. Telesco, I don't. I don't know. That doesn't seem like the move for a team that's got some big things to figure out this offseason, including what they're going to do at quarterback. 
I agree. I, I'm maybe he interviews well. I'm not sure. <laughs> it just made me think. Here the Raiders go again. It. I'm waiting to see what happens with this Tom Brady situation. Isn't he still a part of this team, or is he just not involved? I think it would be cool to see him in more of a GM position, maybe helping out this Raiders team. But yeah, I have no idea what they're doing. I find it interesting, and this is not the only spot, Vegas how things have flipped the order of the hiring process from for a long time it was gm then we'll figure the head coach the gm picks the head coach gm usually gets a couple of head coaches you look around the league now what's the first thing the patriots did gm or head coach head coach Gerard mail what raiders first thing they did lock in pierce he's the guy mm. are we seeing a flip across the league where in some situations the head coach actually has more power than the GM. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's a really good point because that's that is the way we're seeing things, seeing things be built now. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Aaron and Joe. I'm Chris Mack. Listen to us on your Odyssey app, A U D A C Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you and listen to the podcast if you miss anything during the show. Coming up next. The biggest liabilities, we power rank them on the field for championship weekend in the NFL. That next on BetQL Daily.